Prepare to be captivated by the business story of the week, hosted by me, Shaheen Shan. Join us on a journey through the twists and turns of entrepreneurial triumphs and setbacks. Immerse yourself in the narrative and witness the magic that turns dreams into reality. This is Business Story of the Week. And we are back. Welcome once again to Business Story of the Week. I am your co-host, Joshua, where we navigate the world of business, entrepreneurship, and innovations. Every day we uncover stories of perseverance, struggle, and success. And today we're gonna we're, we have ourselves a guest that is a visionary when it comes to innovations. And in the I, you, every all you listeners, you know me. I love the AI space, the tech space, and we're gonna get deep into that today with our guest Thomas Ryan, the CEO and founder of Bigly Sales. He is a visionary transforming the sales landscape with AI innovation. With a background as a CEO of WorkBeast LLC and a board member at Wharton and Associates, he led a 15,000% revenue growth, showcasing his knack for driving substantial business transformations. Leveraging this extensive experience in AI, data, and entrepreneurship, Thomas has made Bigly Sales synonymous with cutting-edge AI sales automation. We're going to get deep into that today. Enhancing sales efficiency across the board. His journey reflects a dedication to leveraging technology, especially AI, to revolutionize sales process, making him a forward-thinking leader in tech today. Thomas, I am very, very excited for this episode. I am happy that you've joined us. How are you doing? Joshua, what an intro. Thank you so much for having me. That's fantastic. Oh, I, I, again, I would love to, I want to get deep into this. Um, uh, I love, I'm very interested in the AI tech space. I'm not, I'm by no means an expert. I'm not one of the brightest minds, but I try to keep up, you know? So, it's impossible, to, start... keep <laughs> it's impossible to keep up. It's impossible. There's more apps coming out every day. There's more tools mm -hmm. coming out every day. There's changes every day. I mean, no one can keep up. Anyone who's it's telling true. you they are keeping up with everything is lying to you. It's true. I want to, I'll, I'll get back into that. I'm noting that in right now because the apps, you know, but first, before we get into that, I want to ask, I always start this with a question, you know, with the start of the journey. Where did it all begin for Thomas Ryan? Could you share us some moments of inspiration you know, early on in your life, maybe in your childhood, that led you to focus into sales and then focus into sales efficiency and using AI, you know, and the founding of Big Lee Sales. But where did it all begin? What is the so humble beginning of Thomas Ryan? So I can tell you, when I was working at a company back in about 2002 or 2003, I got pulled onto mm -hmm. a team that was looking at their CRM system. And mm -hmm. they were looking at what are the sales processes that are in place? What should those sales processes be? How should mm -hmm. you know this system work? And that was kind of my introduction. And mm -hmm. then um, you know I left that company. I went back to grad school. I got my MBA. And while I was there, I had an idea for a web company and, and I started building this business and, you know, 
not having an engineering background, I struggled. So uh, it took a couple of years uh, to figure this out. I learned the agile methodology. I had, um, you know, I can tell you probably the best mentor I had for that. There was a guy named Obi Fernandez and uh, Obi wrote the rails way. And, uh, you know, he was Ooh. one of the guys who, um, you know, was very early on in, in the Ruby on rails community. Mm-hmm. And he kind of introduced me to the agile methodology of project management and uh, mm-hmm. how to run a project to, you know, build uh, half a product well rather than a giant product and do it in half. Right. And I keep making the mistake over and over again, right? I think everyone <laughs> does. They try to build too much, uh, too fast, sure. too instead big. of just making it, you know, just excellent. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I learned how to build a tech product uh, really from him. And, um, then we launched and we took too long to launch like everyone and that product didn't work well. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we had to pivot a little and we went from, you know, about 20 grand in sales to 12 million in 18 months. And, wow. um, you know, so that was fun. And, you know, then there's the, the good times and the hard times and, you know, everything in between, but that was kind of my introduction. And, mm-hmm. um, after I left work beast, I, I decided I wanted to build an all-encompassing CRM, and uh, it would handle calls, it would handle texts, it would handle emails, it would handle all of the reporting, Um, so you would have everything in one place, and then no one really used the CRM that I built, uh, but they all kept telling me what I want is leads and automation. Mm -hmm. So we took our platform that we built, and we pivoted, and we kept seeing the problems with it. People wouldn't respond to things in a timely fashion. When they did respond, there would be, you know, oftentimes the, they would have people doing this offshore and the English would yeah. be broken. And, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, so the communication wasn't very effective. Yep. And we we're looking at ways, how can we make this more effective? How can we mm-hmm. fix all these issues? One, the the lag in timing. Uh, number two, uh, not being compliant necessarily with rules and regulations in the U.S., like yeah. the TCPA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, um, you know, to to respond really very quickly, right? Because th- these yeah. lags were just killing them, and, and the and the quality sure. of the language w- was very poor. Mm-hmm. So these were all the problems we were seeing, and then OpenAI mm-hmm. came out with what they were doing. And I said, this, this fixes it. This fixes every problem I'm having right. at once mm-hmm. with one tool in one fell swoop. And we went all in. So okay. we were one of the first ones to, um, you know, try to get that API. We got the API the second it came out of beta. We were part of the beta group for Claude um, mm-hmm. when that came out. And we've just been building tools on there ever since. So uh, we built our autoresponder that works for any email, for any text message, for mm-hmm. um, you know SMS for the fancy people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we're working on getting the AI on phone calls. That product should be out uh, in March. Wow. So we're... You pretty much yeah. answered the next question I was going to ask, which was what kind of impact this was going to make in sales efficiency and what separates it from, you know, like all these CRMs right now, um, what were the biggest changes? I know you, you kind of explained this a little bit, but uh, allow us to dig deeper into that. What were the biggest changes that you see that were transformed in the sales process or in the sales industry, so to speak, once you started implementing these 
AI efficiency? You know, what was the biggest impact that you saw? That yeah, I mean, we're just starting to see these right now, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, we, we launched um, the AI products last year, right? So mm -hmm. uh, they've really only been on the market for a few months now. Um, right. So one, we can respond to anything instantly, right? Yeah. That the volume you can do with a handful of people is now through the roof. That if you have a large database and you're reaching out to hundreds of thousands of people, you can't respond to those people in a timely yeah. fashion. Absolutely. Now you can, right? Mm -hmm. And then to give it goals, right? To take anyone who's interested in what we're doing and automatically scheduling them into an appointment. To take mm -hmm. someone who's not interested in what we're doing and automatically unsubscribe them, right? Which yeah. is probably even more important because you mm -hmm. need to be compliant with the TCPA and they're changing all those rules. Next year, the, the TCPA changes um, are going to affect businesses so dramatically. It's going to be unbelievable. Okay. Um, but yeah, the big efficiency is being able to take a math of, mammoth amount of data um, and yeah. to respond to everything, you know, for all intents and purposes instantly mm -hmm. within, within a couple of seconds uh, yeah. versus having these long lag times. In sales... If you respond to people after an hour, your close rate drops yeah, 90 to 95 yeah. percent, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. right? So yeah. if someone calls you and you respond, a lot of people think an hour or two. What's an hour or two mean, right? The guy, yeah. the guy called it at eight. I got back to him at ten. That should be fine. Yeah, it isn't. It isn't. Yeah. It's it's going to destroy your close ratio. And a company that moves faster, if you think about it, you say you uh, have a a leak at your house, right? And water's yeah. pouring in through the roof. Mm -hmm. What happens if you don't get that person on the phone? You wet everything. Everything goes to, you know, goes to down. You pick up the damaged. phone and you call the next guy, For right? Sure. You call oh, right. until you get the person who's going to come over. So the guy who yeah. waits an hour or two to call you back, they wait an hour or two to respond. You've already got someone booked to come over to your house and fix that problem, right? right? So mm -hmm. any... Anything that's immediate like that, um, you end up missing the boat completely. Um, you also, you know, when someone fills something out, they fill out a form, they do something online, they, they, they um, hit call, they're available right then and there. Right. You wait an hour, maybe they're out with their kids, maybe they're, you know, at work, maybe they're like something else is going on and they yeah. can't answer you. So the immediacy is, is so important uh to to the close rate absolutely and that that thanks to ai that immediacy is addressed right away so that's what happening is like more you know you have these ai answering these inquiries right away that's it one of your so yeah the the ai responds instantly and we can feed all this data into ChatGPT. So we can take all your company data. We can put everything into ChatGPT. We mm -hmm. can, or Claude, because we use both of them. But we put all the data in, we put it into a vector database, we structure the data so it knows mm -hmm. where to look for something that keeps the cost down and uh, mm -hmm. it also makes it a little faster. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, then it can feed back your data as the source of truth. It's not going to mm -hmm. go off of something it read on the internet or it's going to make something yeah. up. It's going to yeah. be whatever you put in. That's what it's going to answer back with. Mm -hmm. So that's... we, yeah, we, we just give it a little bit of structure on what stuff to answer back. You know, if someone asks about a warranty, if someone asks about the products that are provided, if someone asks about, you know, this, that, or the other thing, we can, you know, company history, whatever, 
why you guys, you know, um, yeah. what are your views like, right? We can, boom, get it out there immediately. Yeah, that, that, that makes, you know, that makes so much sense why it makes, it would increase efficiency, you know, so quickly, so fast, because you address the immediacy right away. I love that because, you know, um, AI, why not? Why not use AI, right? Today is the advent of it. And, you know, we have these emerging texts and all these market trends that going with it. Given your extensive background, when it comes to AI, like we were talking about prior to this, like all the apps, right? You can't keep up with all the apps that are happening. And always there's this sense of like, what's going to be the killer app of AI? What's that one thing, right? But it feels like it's more of a, 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 a web of all these different um, solutions. And you have came up with the AI sales solutions. But I guess the question I want to ask is that now that you've automated the sales process and you've automated all these things, um, how do you see this future of sales coming into this now? You said that data is still- I want to automate the whole call center. I want to automate all of it. I want to automate wow. the entire call center. So if you think about calling AT&T or calling Comcast or calling one of those places, there was something mm -hmm. I saw the other day. A lot of people would rather shave their head than actually sit on the phone with customer service for an hour, <laughs> right, right, right. right? And I might be right there with them. I, you know, I might be getting mm -hmm. the razor out soon if I had to talk mm -hmm, to customer mm -hmm. service for an hour. Mm -hmm. So I want to fix all the, those problems that you fix the waiting line problem. You get to, you know, rather than waiting for a person and then them saying, oh, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, I'm the wrong person. You got to get transferred to someone else. Please hold for another 15 minutes, wow. right? That you're there. It has all of your information. It can answer it instantly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, it can fix the problem instantly. So I think it's going to replace level one support. I think it's going to replace all those terrible tools where, you know, mm -hmm. you put in something on chat. You're like, hey, I, I'm having an issue with uh, doing this. And they're like, here's four articles that may or may not help you. Why don't yeah, you go spend exactly. an hour reading oh. them? Because oh, I know your time is invaluable. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, it's going to replace that. It's going to replace, you know, the, the entire call center experience, technical support. I mean, have you used ChatGPT for anything technical? Have you have you I asked have, it for some coding tips, or have you yep, have sure. trying having trouble doing something on your computer? It's it's unbelievable. Now, it I'm not saying it's better than the top engineer out there who's a luminary mm -hmm. in their field, mm -hmm. but if if you're not a coder who or you know an engineer who went to Stanford, mm -hmm. it's phenomenal for phenomenal. for the what you can get out of this, right? Mm -hmm. it, it puts you on a playing field that you're better than 99.9% .9 of the people on earth for any topic you can think of, yeah. for, for any topic yeah. you can think of. Um, you know, and that's just chat GPT. Mm -hmm. um, where I see AI going is pretty easy over the next couple of years, because this isn't going to be 10, 20, 50 years down the road. This is the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. Anything you can do on the computer, AI will be able to do better, faster, and cheaper. Anything and everything. You're doing something with spreadsheets. You're doing something with accounting. You're doing something with graphic design. You're doing, and they'll start linking these tools together where it will automate creating something. It will automate publishing something. It'll automate the um, refining things. It will, yeah. you know, if you're thinking about ads, what ads work in, which part of it are we losing people, right? You can look at the whole thing. You, you know, anything that that people are doing right now and they're doing by hand, the AI mm -hmm. is going to do better. Anything mm -hmm. on a computer. Mm 
I mean, just anything and everything. So that is all coming in the next couple of years. Um, it's if you don't know how to use these tools, you're replaceable. As an employee, if you don't know how to use the tools, you're going to be replaced by someone who knows how to use them. It's, it's as simple as that. And that was like this is kind of a serendipity in my case, because I just had a guest over previously and we were talking about the fear of AI, right? Instead of fearing it, you need to use it. You need to know how to use it as a tool or else it will replace you or rather you will be replaceable. I love how you said that if you don't know these tools. I wanted to ask though, in the, in the sense of like replacing these level one support, replacing these voices. And of course, right now it's, you know, it, it will get better through time. Do you have a fear of sort of like um, a fear around the imperfection of it from early on and that might affect adaptation? And I'm saying this because yeah, people don't want to be on support hours on end, but there's also a sort of a, an opinion going, you know, that is normal that says, we also don't want to talk to robots. I also don't want to talk to AI. Is there some sort of fear that if they know they're talking to AI, that the call is just going to fall apart? Not at all. Not at all. I mean, I think this leads to the biggest productivity boom in human history. Wow. Um, you say people would rather talk to a person. I would rather talk to the thing that gets it done, right? When I have a problem right. and I have a, and I had a question about something, I don't ask mm -hmm. the guy sitting at the desk next to me. I ask Google, right? Yeah. I, I ask Google and Google gives yeah. me an answer. I, I don't say, mm -hmm. Jimmy, do you know the answer? Or Sally, do you know the answer? Right? I want to talk to a person instead of getting the answer from Precisely. Google. I want to get the right answer. I want to get it done fast. I want to get it done right. Um, I don't want to talk to someone who doesn't know the answer and waste their time and waste my time. Right. Precisely. So is this going to cause some jobs initially? Sure. But, it, you know, if you go back, particularly in Asia, right, this is going to affect mm -hmm. a lot of folks in Asia. Um, if you go back to when the country was founded, 90% yep. of the people worked in agriculture. And if you were to tell mm -hmm. them, Hey, uh, 200 years from now, only 10% of the people are working in agriculture. I'd say, oh, my God, all those unemployed people. This is going to be terrible. 80% of the country is going to be unemployed, sitting around with yeah. nothing to do, right? Yeah. Well, that's not what happened. What yeah. happened was people were able to do other things. It led to the Industrial yeah. Revolution, which led yeah. to, you know, the, the next revolution, the service, which led to the computer revolution, which yeah. these yeah. things all built upon one another because people could do more productive things because they didn't have to toil in the fields all day, yeah. right? And then as the manufacturing advanced, you know, they didn't have to toil in the factories all day. Um, yeah. If you want a company to look at, if you wanted one that I think could do something special, uh, there's a company called Figure that is raising money from OpenAI and Microsoft right now. Mm -hmm. And um, what do they do? These, they think they have AI robots. Um, right, like the iRobot sort of thing, except without them trying to take over the world at the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that they can do human-type tasks, except without ever getting tired and, you know, being much stronger and more durable. And, um, you know, so th that's the one for me that is probably the most exciting that you were talking about. Because if they can crack that, that's a, that's a trillion-dollar company many times over. Well, you know, that, that could be the most value. I mean, it's, they're going to have one, you know, it's going to be, 
like your TVs, right? It would be like a rich family used to have one. Now there's one in every room, you know, and Everyone's now one, an everyone carries one in their pocket with their phone, right? Um, you know, it, it's, it's the next iPhone, um, except it's an iPhone that can wash the dishes for you and, and do the laundry and cook you dinner and, you know, go pick up the kids. And uh, I that's, mean, that's amazing. That does sound like a, the next trillion dollar industry. It doesn't even sound like an exaggeration given the, what the, the progress that we've been looking at the next, the past previous years and the next couple of years that are coming. Um, this is more of a kind of like a, a deeper look into this or a deeper question in the sense that um, first I want to ask it how what are the core values and the principles that you've applied into bigly sales and I guess a deeper question that goes into that is that the 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 question of human replacement or the question of uh, ethical human you know interaction mainly dealing with sales how do you think that goes together and how do you think bigly sales can stay ahead of that so the the ethical question obviously we're going to want the ai to be persuasive but yeah. i don't know if you've dealt with salespeople before um sometimes they lie sometimes they give you bad sometimes. information <laughs> right Sometimes they tell you something that just isn't flat out true. Sometimes they're supposed to follow up with you and you haven't heard from them for days, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. what you can do with the AI is you can make sure that it does everything the way it's supposed to. It does everything by the book. You can program it that way, right? Mm -hmm. You can make it, we can program it to follow all the laws. We, we mm -hmm. had to throw a lot of people off our platform. We said there were some people we found weren't, um, weren't, uh, doing things by the book with the TCPA. And we said, you got to go. And, uh, you know, we changed our business model a little bit to, to make sure that we were by the book and, and by to the letter of the law. Yeah. Um, because we kept finding people where they were claiming they in our terms and conditions. They said they were going to follow all the TCPA guidelines, but we found out they weren't, right? So we well, said, hey, yeah. guys, you got to go. Um, anyway, um, I think with AI, you can do a better job of this. You can yeah. mandate it, you know, yeah. rather than telling someone, hey, you got to do this, Billy, you know, and if they yeah. if they don't do it, well, maybe you'll get in trouble or maybe you'll get fired, you know. Well, yeah. if there's a lot of money involved, people are going to lie. People are going to cheat. People are going to steal. Mm -hmm. You can tell the AI, this is what you have to say, and yeah. it's going to say that. So yeah. um, I, I think the AI is going to be, hyper persuasive by the way i think it's going to be you know hyper persuasive within a couple of years that we're going to be able to feed it all the data so i was thinking about this thing they the other day they put an ai um against a top gun pilot and before they did this i think this was in a simulator but before they did this they trained the ai for 100 years oh, it won years. every time wow. they did give it 100 years of training data Right. Wow. And they put it against one of the best pilots in the world and it killed him. I mean, it beat him again and again and again and again and again. Wow. And they said, you know, the person might win one out of every thousand times, one out of every mm -hmm. 10,000 times they might get lucky. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. um, the AI was just far superior because you could give it 100 years of, of sales data. Precisely. So we would take new sales reps. We would put them on the phone 
and people mm-hmm. would freeze. They would be like deer in headlights, sure. right? For We'd sure. have people go to lunch and never come back. You'd have people, you'd, you'd tell mm-hmm. them what to do. Here's the structure of a call. And they would mm-hmm. forget a piece. They wouldn't tell someone, you know, why they were calling or who they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a fun one, mm-hmm. right? You know, um, <laughs> they they would say the wrong thing. They would make things yeah. up. They They, you know... They didn't know the answer, so they would just make something up, right? Yeah. So you would see mm-hmm. all these problems over and over and over again. And, mm-hmm. you know, we had to do training after training after training, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you would have to repeat yourself a thousand times, mm-hmm. right? And, and again, we're dealing with the average human. I'm not talking about um, this is the top person out of Stanford this year, right? We're dealing with the average guy on the street, you know, yeah. number 150 million in, in the United States, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, frankly, the, the level of work is not, you're, you're not getting the best and the brightest to work at call centers generally. I mean, it's not the, you know, top 0.1 of 0.1% from an intellect standpoint that is, um, you know, that is working there. Um, so trying to train is difficult. Um, trying to get them to say the right things is difficult. A lot of times people have to write it on the screen you know, what to say next, right? So Mm -hmm. you don't have a robot do it. You come up with a script that you have a person read. (laughs) And and then you you, you talk to the, I can't, I I have to say this uh, or I'll get fired. So hold on. Let me just say the rest of what I have to say because I have to say this exact thing. Exactly. So the AI is going to be in comparison. We'll be Mm -hmm. able to take millions of conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll be able to train it on those millions of conversations. What worked, what didn't work, mm-hmm. what goes off the rails, you know, mm-hmm. what led to a sale. And mm-hmm. we'll be able to reinforce it and do reinforcement learning. I would mm-hmm. think the AI would, again, within a few years, be better than pretty much any sales rep on earth. I think it would wow. be, you know, just from a quality standpoint, because of how many reps you can get, just like against that Top Gun pilot. Once it's yep. had a hundred years of training, well, there's no sales rep on earth with a hundred years of training. There's no mm-hmm. one on earth, right? How about a thousand years of training? How about 10,000 years of training data? You know, That's so incredible. as it, as it keeps refining and keeps working and, and being able to apply different areas to different things, it should be better than any individual that exists. So mm-hmm. I think hyper persuasion is certainly coming with, the sales um, things. And, and again, there's probably, you know, some ethical questions there um, where you want to make sure it's something that people need, right? That you don't mm-hmm. want to just sell something, someone they yeah. don't need. Yeah. But, you know, especially if we're starting with a form fill or, or something, an ad, because to be TCPA compliant, everything's going to have to start with inbound, right? They're, they're going to push sure. everyone through Google. They're going to put everyone through you know, some native ad platform through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, right? And everything's going to be starting pretty much from an ad somewhere Yeah. going forward, Absolutely. especially B2C. Mm-hmm. You know, even with B2B, I think everything's Maybe going to be starting B2B. with an ad soon. Um, sure. But you're going to have to be TCPA compliant. So if a guy's calling me about a new roof, they're probably somewhat interested already. You know, there's yeah, they're not just sure. calling me because they want to price out roofs today. Um mm-hmm. You know, if they're calling about a product they saw online, I mean, there's some level of interest already. 
Um, you know, they probably have some sort of need for this. And then the AI, I think, will be hyper persuasive uh, over time. Not that we're there yet, mm-hmm. but give it Not two or three yet. years. Um, it's going to be better than any sales rep on earth. And it's not going to make those mistakes that you were talking about because you're talking. About- oh, oh, my God. Wow. And yeah. people think that this the bar is set so high. And when you're talking about the average person at the average company, mm-hmm. the bar is not very high. There's not That's a lot true. of people who are masters of their craft. That's true. Right. Uh, in, in anything. It's like if you look at computer science and you mm-hmm. say, OK, we're going to look at a bunch of engineers. And out of all the engineers in the U.S., we're going to take the person who is dead middle of the pack. Yeah. How good is the quality of their work? Right. Yeah. You know, they're probably yeah. not working at Google. Right. They're probably not working yeah. at Facebook. I'm not talking about the average guy at Facebook. I'm talking about the yeah. average guy in the entire U.S. or the entire world who does this mm-hmm. as a trade. Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably not that great. Um, you know, AI so we'll answer that. Oh, AI is going to be able to code better than, again, within a year or two, uh, I think it's yeah. going to code better than 99.9% of the For people sure. out there if sure. if it isn't there already, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, if you look at Replit or something like that, Ghostwriter on Replit, you know, or mm-hmm. if you look at the tools that are coming out of OpenAI, they're, they're pretty it's, good. If you're looking at Copilot, you know, if you're looking at, I mean, the tools out there are pretty good for writing code. Um, I know all the people on my team say they're twice as fast now as they used to be. A lot of the companies are saying that the junior engineers right out of school are as good as the people with 10 years of experience because they're using these AI tools, yes. right? Yes. Someone wants to make a button or something, you know, you want to make a green button and you're not a front end designer. You can put mm-hmm. that into, you know, one of the AI tools and you throw it into chat GPT or whatever, yeah. it'll spit out the code for a green button and you don't have to fool around with it. Maybe you're not familiar with the language, right? Maybe you're not very yeah. good with React or you're not, yeah. right? So give me a, a green button in React. and There it is. Boom. Done. There's it. And that's what's it solving for, not just sales, right? And all the aspects of our life right now and uh, seemingly towards into the future as well. I, I like to highlight that a little bit, the the whole ethical question, the sense that there are parts that where you can't, you know, you can't trust humans to be responsible to put in, you know, what needs to be regulated or what needs to be, you know, to follow the rules. But on the other side, you can train the AI to be absolutely compliant. And that gives, you know, that gives a bit of optimism, a bit of hope on, you know, behind what the ethical implications might be when it comes to AI and sales. And of course, of course, like you said, one of the bigger ones here is like, um, they have to, you know, like, it has to be something people need. And I think that's the biggest question right there. Uh, if we can get an AI to sell us something that we need for sure, then great. I feel like that's the first step, right? Because some of these corporations might be like controlling it all. And then they'd be like, no, just push everything, push everything, you know? And I I, I feel optimistic, optimistic that there are leaders like you at the forefront saying that voice and being that kind of like, uh, ethical voice, you know, keeping your core values intact. Um, I, you pretty much answered the next question I was gonna have. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, but let me just let me just wrap it up with this question. Don't get me wrong. Was- I'm not. It's not that I'm not concerned about people using AI to do bad yeah. things. They will, 
but mm-hmm. it's going to be people using AI to do bad things, just like yeah, people can use true. a gun to do bad things or a car to do bad things or a that's plane true. to do bad things. Or, you know, mm-hmm. if someone, I mean, there's fraud out there on the internet. That's true. Um, <laughs> but there's almost like um, a sense of hope, so to speak, uh, like trusting that there's still some humanity in there that, you know, we're going to use it for good. If only yeah, the good. bad people have the AI, the AI that they come out with, the viruses that they come out with, it will overrun the the other systems. We're going to need AI That's to true. combat it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're fighting a war right now with this. And, um, you know, it's like both sides having nuclear weapons. Uh, if yeah. the other side has them, you better have them too. That's true. So, wow, that's, I mean, if, if the other side has AI, I mean, you know, they're going to be able to just destroy our defenses if we don't have AI to defend against it. That's true. Uh, that is a fantastic, a perfect segue to this wrap up question. And I always ask this, you know, towards the end of the show, where like, what are your future aspirations? How are you seeing, you kind of answered this, how are you seeing it moving forward into the future? But personally for you, you know, what are your future aspirations? What are your advice for t- the tech entrepreneurs or AI entrepreneurs out there drawing, drawing from your journey and your remarkable growth? What are the key pieces of your advice you would give to our audiences right now? So my aspirations are simple. I want to fix call centers. I want to get rid of all of the problems that people have with support in call centers today. Mm-hmm. and make everyone's life in America better, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Make your life a little bit better every day with every interaction that you have with a business that you have to deal with. Give you that time back that's being stolen from you right now, those hour or two every day or every week. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal uh, is to fix those problems that exist. As far as some advice, um, mm-hmm. let me shout out a couple of companies. Number one, I'm going to say podcast cola because I love you guys. I mean, I think you guys are literally probably the best service I've ever signed up for. I couldn't be happier. I've been on more podcasts than I can shake a stick at. I mean, I have to turn them down. I'm getting so many. I said, guys, you're tying up my whole calendar. Please slow down. Right. With people, you know, the the first week I was using you guys, I think I, I got in front of two or three million viewers. So, I mean, just such a good service. It's, it's crazy. Uh, another company I love, Deal. So mm-hmm. D-E-E-L, right? I'm not mm-hmm. affiliated with them. I don't get paid by them, uh, but I do love them. Um, mm-hmm. Deal allows me to hire people offshore uh, outside of the U.S. and legally pay them in a legally mm-hmm. compliant way with a couple of clicks. Mm-hmm. Um, my team is spread all around the world. I'm hiring people out of places like IIT right now. I'm hosting coding competitions to get the best people with my technical stack in India. Um, I couldn't do this without Deal. I would not wow. be able to have this company today without Deal. You wow. know, I wouldn't be able to get the caliber of talent that I need to build this business. And mm-hmm. it's shocking to me that other big U.S. companies aren't doing it. Use yeah. it to your advantage. Go and hire the best and brightest from around the world. You will be pleasantly surplused. Um, So that's number two. And then, you know, there's other things like uh, I think anything you need done, again, start using AI. 
do it yourself, have someone on your staff do it, mm -hmm. right? But these tools are ridiculously easy to use. You don't need to be mm -hmm. an engineer. You don't yeah. need to be a genius. You don't need to be a mathematical whiz, right? My nine-year-old daughter hates math and she is mm -hmm. using these things every day and she is mm -hmm. creating wonderful things with them. Mm -hmm. um, my team, you know, in India and Pakistan, they're writing beautiful articles with these things, right? Mm -hmm. They speak English as a second language. The articles are written better than I could possibly write them. Mm -hmm. You know, so start using these tools. You can use them to do pretty much anything. Again, anything that a person is doing right now, put a person with that AI tool and they'll be 10 times as effective, maybe 100 times as effective for data cleansing, you know, data gathering, um putting things into spreadsheets yeah. uh, i mean you know anything that you can really think of where you need a, a large amount of data mm -hmm. or anything that you're doing on a computer um mm -hmm. i mean the ai will be able to do it quicker faster cheaper and if you can't figure out how to do it someone probably built a tool for it already wow <laughs> that is that is true that is so accurate i love how you edited it that way um yeah, but it's true ai is the future it's and it actually feels like we are here now it is the future we are oh it's it's today. now this this is today this isn't sure. hey it's going to be like this you know in the year you know mm -hmm. 2200 mm -hmm. right you know where there'll be flying cars and and utopian cities like no this is right right now, now. Fantastic. Um, Thomas, uh, one last thing. I'd like to give you this opportunity. Where can we find you? Where can we connect with you? And anything else you would like the audience and our listeners to know? Y'all, you can all find me at biglysales.com, B-I-G-L-Y-S-A-L-E-S, biglysales.com. And uh, let's automate your sales process and make you all more money. Fantastic. All right. Thomas, thank you so much for your time. And I, I'm for sure speak for in behalf of our audiences that we enjoy your insights and we are looking forward to the future with Bigly Sales. Thank you so much, Thomas. Joshua, thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun today. Uh, great, great job. Great interview. Uh, you know, I'm so pumped to be here. Thank you. Fantastic. See you in the future. All right. So here's the thing. We try to get a little bit better every day, but we can't do it without you. So if you like the video, make sure to like and subscribe below. And if you have any comments, just leave them in the space under.